Hi, this is Sharice Kenyon, and you're listening to the Beauty Me podcast, all about beauty beyond the BS. This episode is the first in a new permanent series called the 10 Minute Deep Dive. I really wanted to create some mini episodes that would give as much information and news in a really short space of time. The idea came about because I realized that we all have completely different backgrounds when it comes to our knowledge of beauty, makeup, skincare, treatments, etc. So while I might have been writing about beauty for 15 years or so, I don't know everything and I know many of my listeners could be complete beauty novices. I've been talking to a friend about beauty and she mentioned that when it came to buying moisturiser, she just popped into the nearest shop and bought the cheapest thing she could find. And it made me realise that I can't assume anything when it comes to the information I put out there on this podcast And I can't assume that we're all willing to spend the same amount of time or money on our beauty regimes. So you can look forward to many more of these 10 minute deep dives in the future. My first guest expert for a deep dive is Elizabeth Williamson. She's a facialist and gua sha lover who's been on Beauty Me before in episode 32. Elizabeth truly believes in the power of gua sha and is always sharing really easy to follow videos on the ancient technique. So I thought she'd be the perfect guest for a 10-minute deep dive into Gua Sha. Enjoy. Elizabeth, you've been on the show before, but just give the listeners a quick intro into your background. Okay, so I am a trained Gua Sha practitioner, as well as um, an esthetician and do facials as well. I currently work for a skincare brand, but hoping to sort of move away and go off on my own. Um... And I also own a little company with my business partner, Rose Algorithm, where we stock lots of like beauty products, skincare and gua sha as well. Yeah, you guys stock some beautiful ones. But I'm just like, how much is that? I don't think I would take care of it. But um, I really wanted to ask you on the first episode of this deep dive ongoing series about gua sha. Like, let's be real. Not everybody... I might not even be pronouncing it properly, don't know how to spell it, let alone use it. So I wanted to run through some questions with you to just give the listeners every little bit of information we can in a short (laughs) space of time. Yeah. First question. First of all, how do we pronounce it? So I've always been told it's pronounced gua sha. But then recently when there was a lot of talk about gua sha I actually spoke to a girl who is from China and she said she pronounced it gua sha but I've always been told it's gua sha um so and I've been trained by a couple of professionals and I've done a lot of knowledge on it and when you read about it they actually say in in Chinese you're meant to pronounce it gua sha so I'm going to go with what I've been told but obviously there are the odd people that might say guasa. Where does it come from? Or is it just an Instagram trend? I think some people might think it's the latter. Yeah, I mean, I think the way that it's like definitely over lockdown, it sort of hit the roof, didn't it? Um, no, it's a Chinese, it's an old Chinese medicine. Uh, it's, it's going back a long time ago. What should it be used for? Like what's what are the benefits of doing it? So if you're consistent with it, a gua sha, what it could, so you've got body gua sha and you've got facial gua sha. I'm just trained in facial gua sha, but um, body gua sha is completely different. It's a different um, strength on the body, like a different firmness. Whereas on the face, it's a lighter pressure. 
Um, what you get from doing consistent gua sha is you get sort of healthy blood flow around the skin, um, which basically means that you're, you're, you're creating space for healthy blood flow to flow through the skin. So that means that you will get more glowing skin, more healthier looking skin, and also will help with breakouts as well. You're basically relieving tension. You're encouraging like lymphatic drainage. Um, and also um, what it does as well is it breaks up the fascia in the skin. And what the fascia is, it's it's a, a connective tissue around the muscle. So once you break that up, it then means like, like I said earlier, the blood flow can move around better into the skin. So you're just going to get a better functioning skin by doing gua sha. And you mentioned breakouts just there. You know, you know me, I think you even mentioned hormonal acne when you first came on the podcast people with breakouts is it a do or don't you can um but you need to work around the breakout so it's like when you get a facial normally if there's if there's a strong breakout in there you sort of work around it same with the gua sha but when you've got a breakout the fluid or the inflammation sits underneath the breakout so what you can do is work the gua sha just underneath so that you're then releasing and creating space for that inflammation to move and then drain out the lymphatics to the lymphatic nodes lymph nodes yeah and just tell me a little bit about lymphatic drainage what is that stuff that people are always telling me telling us we need to get rid of it it causes puffy faces like what is is it lymph or is it yeah your lymph nodes so you have quite a few especially on the face you've got a lot on the neck you've got a lot around the ear and what it does you know when you're ill when you when you get an illness your lymph nodes what they do is they they work a lot harder to remove those toxins so it's the same with the skin when you get that build up and the toxin build up or any sort of um fluid build up that's where you're going to flush it away and that's why i always say on the neck you work on the neck first because it's like your bin. So you flush all the toxins. It, everything goes down once you flush them into the lymph nodes. It all sort of travels down the body. So, yeah, effectively, it's your bin. So when when you are ill, I always say don't do gua sha when you're ill because your lymphs are already working hard enough. If you overstimulate them, you can actually cause more damage. So that's wow. what – lymphs are very, very important. Um, mm. And, you know, I don't know if you – you know, you hear when, when people have cancer as well, some people, some of them get their lymph nodes removed, which is unfortunate because they do a lot of work for you. So for the skin, oh. yeah, it does the same thing. So would you say that undoubtedly, unequivocally, gua sha can lift your facial features? It, it, I wouldn't say it would. So it's, it's a very fine line between it. It doesn't necessarily lift the muscles or anything like that what it does is it breaks up and moves the fluids that maybe are sitting around the muscles so it gives the illusion once you've removed it that you've got a more sculpted jawline or you've got more sculpted cheeks because you're removing that layer of fluid that's just sitting on top and causing the puffiness etc I know that I've actually I'm going to do a course later this year with Cecily Braden who you know she stocks the gua sha's Mm -hmm. on algorithm and I think with that course, I'm going to learn a little bit more about the pressures that you can use with the gua sha to, to work on muscles, but affects what well, essentially really it's about moving the fluid to create a more sculpted finish. Right. So it's about sculpting, not lifting as such. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Should it hurt? Like, is it one of those things where if it hurts, I know I'm doing it right. I'm getting in there. Um, for the body. Yes, but not, not for the skin really. Um, 
anything on the face should be very very light pressure I always explain it a little bit like what if you're if you're not working on sort of sculpting, which is a little, a little bit more for sort of a professional, if you're just doing sort of the lymphatic drainage, you know, the, the kind of the basics, I sort of always describe it as like, you know, when you clean a window, the squeegee, the, the pressure, that's that's kind of what you're doing. That's just that little layer of like fluid that comes down the window. That's the same as what you're doing on the skin. It's just that light layer of fluid just on the surface that you're moving away. So it should really be the weight of the stone feather light pressure basically very very lightweight you shouldn't you shouldn't have to feel any pain what you might get sometimes is obviously when you've got a bit of tension so around the eyebrows or you can get a little bit around the jaw you can feel like a little bit tender and just work on those areas a little bit lighter and just move that away um, but it shouldn't feel painful on on the back yeah I think it does feel more painful because you're putting a heavier pressure but for the skin for the face you shouldn't I need to yeah. try that that sounds so good on the back um <laughs> But what can I, what should I expect? Should I expect redness at all? Like, is that okay? What you, what you can expect is, yeah, definitely like a, almost like a bit of, as if you've been out in the cold, you should get slightly sort of flushed cheeks, but that's good. It's a good thing because Mm. you can see the blood flow moving. And that's, I always find once I've finished doing gua sha, you just, you, you just have this like natural kind of glow your skin does just look a little bit healthier once you've done it because the blood flow is moving around but just a light it should just be a light flush it shouldn't be bruising or anything like that okay it's not streaks of red okay and and honestly you there are some I mean I'm not going to name anybody but obviously there are some tiktokers and there are people that do it completely wrong and you can cause damage to the skin you can you can cause just from like the angles that you're using it at, you should never be like a 90 degree angle. You should really be doing like a 45 degree when you're moving the gua sha. Right. So what's the simplest gua sha move that anybody can do? Like if they bought a gua sha and they're into it, or if they bought a gua sha and it's gathering dust, what's the simplest move that anyone can do? I mean, the neck is, well, I'll give you three moves that are very, very easy. Down the neck to open up across the cheek always holding the skin taut so you glide this outwards and you can do each move five to ten times but it's like I've always said it's intuitive so whenever you feel like you've done enough then you move on and then the last one you can do is sort of um I call this like ironing out the fine lines so you can hold the hold the skin in the middle and you just pull upwards like that so three moves neck cheek and upwards they're the easiest things that you can do and they work on like a large surface area as well If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to give it a rating wherever you're listening. By the way, Spotify now allows you to rate the show. So I'd love it if you could get involved. You can see more of Elizabeth on Instagram at Elisa underscore Loon. And if you've got further Gua Sha questions, pop them into my DMs at Beauty Me Podcast and I'll get them answered for you. Thanks for listening.